Hello and welcome to the CDO Magazine interview series. I am Michael Filios, founder and CEO of IT Ally and a CDO editorial board member. And we are partnering with CDO Magazine, MIT CDO IQ, and the International Society of Chief Data Officers in a series of interviews. Today, I have the pleasure of speaking with Yvonne Lee, Vice President of Enterprise Artificial Intelligence, Data Engineering, and Decision Science at Advance Auto Parts. Yvonne, welcome to the show. Thank you, Michael. I'm very excited to speak with you. So I'm, I'm sure, uh, like with others uh, uh, in your position at other companies, um, face challenges. Uh, and um, although, again, the technologies are available, companies are still maturing uh, in this space uh, quite a bit. I'm wondering if you can share some experiences around your lessons learned uh, and, and how you've had to handle that, um, given your stakeholders and executives in the company and at different levels of understanding of what all these tools are, um, I'm sure it would be very fascinating for our audience to hear. Yeah, so a couple of things. Number one, I think it's really important to communicate with the stakeholders and executives or you know, senior leaders, the board, that data and AI projects initiative take time. <laughs> it's not something that you're going to get the results overnight. Um, oftentimes, they think of it much more of magic, <laughs> that when we just apply something, it's, you're going to see it tomorrow. It doesn't necessarily happen that way. Um, a typical project can take somewhere about weeks to months or sometimes years to come to fruition. And as a, you know, as a data leader or data and AI leader, we need to really lay down that foundation and identify opportunities for milestones and quick wins that's going to drive business. And I think that's particularly important. Um, oftentimes, the, you know, the board and executive, they're not going to have time to be able to wait for a year or years before they see the impact. So how do we plan out the milestones and quick wins that's going to keep that's going to continue to drive the business while you, you evolve and lead that transformation? Yeah, and of course, uh, there's lots of questions here to follow up on. You mentioned uh, uh, infrastructure or, you know, of course, having a foundation, right? So in order to be able to get to this point, um, which requires you to collaborate, I'm sure, with other uh, leaders and, and whether that's in technology or in security or in other uh, regulatory, other disciplines. So maybe you can just talk a little bit about some of the, the various groups that you interact with and, and how collaborate, how important collaboration is with those with those leaders uh, to deliver this value proposition. Yeah, so um, that really goes back to some of the things that I, I always talk about, which is a chief data officer, chief analytical officer is actually a change agent. You're here to you know drive data-driven decision, which will probably change some of the day-to-day -day routines that other people do. And it's gonna require quite a bit of transformation journey for it's not just you and your team that's gonna be on, the entire company will likely to be on as well. So it's particularly important that you don't sit in a silo um, you need to be embedded in the business. You need to be, you know, working cross-functionally across the board with the IT leaders on infrastructure, because what's going to be required in order for data and I practice to be, to be stood up in a company requires infrastructure. The platform changes. You need to modernize um, for a company like Advanced A, you know, Advanced Auto, um, the different type of platform that need to come in, coming in, the infrastructure that need to be in place, ML ops requirement that need to be there in order for that practice to be, you know, to be effective. That being said, fully embedded into the business is particularly important. The last thing you want is data or analytics insights or AI machine learning models coming out of the vacuum. Um, mm -hmm. You want that to be completely 
embedded into the business resonate with the business. I do actually a lot of store visits. I actually don't know anything about cars before I joined the company. I've <laughs>、um, never opened up the hood of my car. To be exact,、um, so I do a ton of store visits. I actually work very closely with our field team, talk to our customers personally, and that perspective really, you know, really brings a very different angle when I look at the data, how we maneuver the data, what's going to be need, what's going to be required when we look at build a model to actually drive the impact we want to see. Yeah, that's great advice.、Um, and I know you've been with the company a little over a year now, I think, right? So you're,、uh, um, you know, I'm sure you're adjusting your approach for things that you've learned coming into this position, and and seeing how to、uh, get that traction further, whether it be with the board or with the other executives there.、Um, anything else you'd like to share there with respect to lessons learned or advice for others that are on a transformation、um, before we move on to this next topic? Um, I would I would probably say that besides you know be able to work on communicating the lens of the,、um, the lens and the time required for a, a data and AI initiatives, really having plan out the quick wins in parallel is going to be particularly important. So that that way you can keep people motivated, enticed, and see that business impact as you as you drive that entire transformation. I think that's going to be really really important. The last piece that I also add to is building a team, a diverse team. And I don't mean that necessarily just from a, you know, from the typical perspective of diverse team, but also diverse perspective,、um, a team that really come from all sorts of different backgrounds with the data science skills or data and AI skills is going to really help you drive that result that you're going to be able to see.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think that's that's great advice as well.、Um, I, I, I can't help but to think,、uh, you know, you you started out talking about your behavioral PhD and your background there. I'm just curious, more so than anything, how have you seen that now come into play in this role?、Um, uh, if you have any insights or examples there, that would be interesting. I think to hear about. Yeah, I don't have a particular examples or、um, that I can share, but I would probably say having a behavioral background, behavioral science background, really helps when I go to the field, do the store visit, talking to our customers, really relate to them first of all, and to to really get that understanding of okay, this is the typical customer behavior that we see that is actually quite different than a typical retail industry customer behavior that I would that I would imagine. I'll give you an example. The customers that we have for Advance Auto actually walk into the stores. It's in and out. They already know what they know. They already know what they want when they walk in. They go directly to the shelf that for the specific product, grab it, go to the counter, pay for it, and they leave. Which then explains when I first visited the stores, I stood out as a sore thumb because I was browsing it through like I was going to Sephora. <laughs> <laughs> and those are you know insights that I can then give me a completely different perspective when looking at the data. Right,、sure. we we wouldn't be looking at the data to see to figure out how long they spend in the store because that's not our customer's behavior. We wouldn't. A lot of times, we know our customer walking with a purpose for forty plus years. They are conditioned to do that. So、mm-hmm. when we look at the data, we actually can be really clear on we need to focus on the lookup if they hit the counter、um, or they purchase something because that's typically the two behaviors, the key behaviors that we see in our customers. Awesome. Awesome! Thank you for sharing those additional uh, 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 thoughts. So I want to transition because I know you also are very active in、um, uh, in 
executive leadership specifically for women um, in an organization called Chief, which is a private network designed for the most powerful women in executive leadership. And as certainly as a woman leader in, in data science, I'm wondering if you can share a little bit more about that organization, your role, and uh, how uh, women that might be listening to this uh, might get involved. Yeah, so um, Chief is an organization that um, we wanted to get more women to their executive roles and keep them there. And that's definitely something that I'm particularly passionate about, especially women leader in STEM or data and AI in particular. I'm also part of the organization of women leader in data, WILDA, um, that is um, that has a cl close relation collaboration with um, with CDO Maxine as well. Um, I do think having that diverse um, perspective, whether it's in a team or at the leadership level, really brings it you know, gives us much more innovation, drives more innovation and gives us a diverse perspective in how we need to, you know, approach things and drive impact. Um, for women that are interested in this particular field, I think a couple of things I would certainly share. Number one is innovation need to be at the heart. <laughs> um, obviously you need to be interested in this, in this field, um, this particular career, it may not be as fancy as you think it would be. Uh, a lot of times it's you and a data alone. Um, um, in addition to that, the passion for data, the be able to be analytics driven. I think those are key things to, you know, to be successful in this particular field. In addition to that, I think, um, can't say it's a particular woman thing, but I, not having, not being bogged down by the imposter syndrome. Oftentimes we may not feel, you know, we may not feel like we, we can speak up, but do speak up. If you have a great idea, sure. Doesn't need to be great ideas, to be honest. Sometimes you feel like you could be stepping out of comfort zone and that's okay. And that's oftentimes when you step out of your comfort zone, that's also where you see the biggest growth coming in as well um, in your career. The next piece I would also share is having a diverse perspective. Me coming in from a very different field certainly brings a different perspective to data and AI. That also being said, I have I tend to, you know, search and I seek for diverse perspective myself as well. I have both female and, and male mentors. And when I make any career decisions, I ask both. Um, and oftentimes I get very different answers because just how people approach it of hers could be completely different. And I think having that diverse perspective gives you a range of options and how you want to approach things, your career or work across the board. And that kind of help you be much more prepared uh, in navigating your journey. That's great. Um, terrific advice. Uh, uh, Yvonne, is there anything else you'd like to share uh, on anything that we've covered or other thoughts maybe that you'd like to put out there to the audience? No, I think that would be it. Thank you so much for your time, Michael. My pleasure. Uh, it's been great getting to know you a little bit today. Um, and to learn more about CDO Magazine or to view more interviews, please visit cdomagazine.tech.